This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Hi, this is Jeff Alpin, the Big Game Hunter, the head coach for Job Search, CoachingHQ.com, and NoBSCoachingAdvice.com, and you're listening to NoBS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 1381. And this one's about final interviews and mistakes people make that cause them to flush their candidacy down the drain. I changed the title a little bit when I published it, but the way I wanted to originally do it is flush your candidacy down the drain. Hope you find this helpful. I hope you give it a great review and let's just get going already, okay? I'm Jeff Alpin, the big game hunter. I coach people in organizations to play big in the world and worked as a recruiter for more than 40 years. So I do executive job search coaching amongst the types of coaching that I do. And I thought I would do a a video today talking about mistakes people make at final interviews that prove so costly and just send their candidacy down the tubes. So here's mistake number one. You don't prepare. Preparation doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing. You can start off by just looking at the LinkedIn profile of the person that you're meeting with so you have a degree of comfort and have a sense of what their background is. You do a Google search to see if there have been any recent stories about the firm, where, which specifically if you're an executive candidate, you, know, you want to know about these changes so you can raise them in conversation, right? Well, if you're a staff-level individual, you want to be familiar with some of them because if they cause you any sort of concern, you want to have a conversation with your future boss about them. So that's mistake number one. You don't do anything to prepare. Number two is, and this is an awful one, but happens way too often, you start to feel bold, you start to feel a bit cocky, and you start making new demands at this interview that makes them scratch their head and go, huh? Where did this come from? You don't do it in the interview if you change your thinking about the role. You don't get all sorts of arrogant. What you do is you stick with the program so that in this way, there are no surprises. I want to teach you one of the, the, the big lessons in recruiting, and that is surprises are rarely good. After all, if you're an employer and you hear a potential hire start to to go crazy with money or talk about getting much more time off than has been raised previously, you know, it just makes you scratch your head and go, where did this come from? In much the same way as if you're a job hunter and you've been talking about one price and suddenly they come in $30,000 less, you go, huh? They're no different. So if you start making crazy demands that come in out of of the blue, they're going to get turned off to your candidacy. So that's the second mistake people make. And another one, and and this can happen at any point in the interview, but I'm just going to tell you, final interviews are particularly treacherous about this because in some organizations, the leadership becomes really good at helping you take your guard down. So 
the mistake here is becoming too casual and opening your conversations. I remember a story years ago where I had a client who flew someone in for a, a final interview. It was a rare skill this person possessed. They were prepared to hire this person and relocate them. He met with his future boss and she asked him a question and his response was, I'll go into detail once I'm on board. Okay. It basically you know, was a rude response in her mind, uh, even though what had happened was they were so friendly with one another and so collegial that he forgot that she was there assessing him. And as a result, he got turned down uh, for this role and they hired someone else, all because he became too casual. For you as a job hunter, you have to remember that as much as they may be friendly and open and all sorts of happy along the way, they are still evaluating and assessing you. And they are doing that in every moment of the conversation and the pre-conversation, the scheduling, you know, the waiting in the reception, how you interact with the receptionist. Because I'll tell you, you know, in organizations that have them, you know, one of the things I've heard time and again is how candidates were uh, obnoxious with the receptionist and he or she comes back and say, where did that come from? And people pay attention. You know, this is a, an individual that they know, like, and trust. And although they may not be performing the role, there's a signal in the behavior there. So again, don't take it for granted. There is no formality in job hunting. Everything is a way that you know, their uh, BS detector can go up and, and cause you to be rejected. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few ways to get even more from me. First of all, visit my website, www.thebiggamehunter.us. I have several thousand blog posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read to help you find your next job. If you want the best of my advice, join JobSearchCoachingHQ.com, where I've curated my information with a focus on interviewing. If you have a few questions, contact me through the Magnify app for iOS. That's Magnify with an I at the end or PrestoExperts.com where you can call me. Schedule a specific time with me through chat on Magnify or by connecting with me on LinkedIn at LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash The Big Game Hunter. Once we're connected on LinkedIn, you can message me about coaching you, speaking with me about a resume or LinkedIn profile critique, help with a salary negotiation, my trusted advisor services, as well as scheduling me through for Magnify or for PrestoExperts.com. Like you, I don't work for free. You can also take my classes on Skillshare and become a premium member using the link in the show notes and receive two months for free instead of just the one that the site offers. Skillshare offers thousands of courses, not just simply mine. It is a great resource in a variety of different areas. Subscribe to my other podcast, which is called Job Search Radio. This one is number one in Apple Podcasts. Job Search Radio is number two. Subscribe to both. You will get great information seven days a week from this show, six days a week from the other. 
Lastly, I want to encourage you to join my group on Facebook called Career Angles. It's free to the first 500 people who join and is focused on helping you do better at work. Information is shared daily and we're building a supportive group there to provide advice and counsel during difficult times. Again, the group on Facebook is called Career Angles. I'll be back tomorrow with more. In the meantime, have a great day. Be great. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.